Hey y'all, welcome to Sarver Living. My name is Sylvia Maxwell and I am your host. I wear many hats. I'm a mother and wife of twin boys that go to Buffalo Elementary School. I am a realtor at Berkshire Hathaway right here in Sarver. I'm also a yoga teacher right here in Sarver at the Marketplace on Pike. So I am as local as they get. I've lived in Sarver for over 17 years, and I can't wait to share Sarver Living with you. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Sarver Living Podcast. This is Sylvia Maxwell, and I am here with Chris Ziedler, with the president of the Butler Freeport Community Trail Council. Hi, Chris. Hi, Sylvia. Thank you so much for joining us today. I've, you've been on my bucket list <laughs> of people to have on the uh, podcast, and I can't wait for our community to hear more about you and what you do. And it, it's just amazing. The trail, I have uh, been here, what, 19 years, and uh-huh. I have gotten to enjoy it. And I used to run and ran quite a few miles on it. Oh, I bet. I bet. There's a lot of runners. Yes. It's a great place. It's just great. So tell me, how did you, how did you get involved with the trail? Um, It's sort of a happy accident. Our boys are Eagle Scouts. Okay. So at the time they were looking for Eagle Scout projects and we actually live with the trail in our backyard. So I'm like, okay, let's stay super local. You know, everybody's really busy and from a traveling perspective and things like that, um, they decided to do their projects on the trail. And then I was a committee chair, my husband was the scoutmaster. So we actually brought through 19 Boy Scouts that did projects, a few of them on the trail, but not all of them. Our boys projects were on the trail. So was there an organization at that point? There, there was, and it was under heavy litigation at the time um, regarding land reverting back to the, the neighboring landowners, and it's called rail banking, and a, a whole lot of litigation, 15 years worth, and that was just all wrapping up, and the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania actually ruled in Buffalo Township's favor, and so there was a lot of celebration at the time, but also a lot of... Um, new people coming in because there was a lot of bad feelings a lot of just a whole lot of stuff so at the time I had gone to the meeting and at that time they were at King's Restaurant in Sarver (laughs) and um went to a meeting met a great group of people even though knowing that most of them were moving on because they had fought for 15 years and were ready just for to take a step back and sort of regain their life because it's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. It is definitely a lot of time. So I took my kids and we went to that first meeting and it was just a great room of people and um, a lot of energy and they all cared about their community. So how, how could I not go? Right. And stay involved. Yeah. Yeah. Now this was, so the trail or the part that you you preside it was all a railroad yes before it it was the butler branch of the western pennsylvania railroad okay so the railroad had already been been removed at that point yeah the last train ran in 1986 in 1992 buffalo township um 
purchase the railroad, purchase the line. Um, and then, well, I guess it would have been a little bit before that they purchased it because the first section opened up in October of 92. Okay. So we say it's 30 years old in October. Wow. Because now, so I know I, I live here on Server Road. That's mm-hmm. where we're at today, listeners. Um, we're sitting outside. Cause with some one, sweet tea. With some sweet tea. What what better than to be out in nature with Chris yeah. Siegler? Um, but from my interview with Jim Riddle, the mm-hmm. farmer over on Smith Road, he said th- this Server Trailhead, that was town. Yeah, back was in the town. day. A lot of the... Um, Super small communities these days were towns. Marwood was a town. Cabot was a town. Um, Silverville was Sarver. There was Delano. There was um, Coil Station, Great Belt, Herman. There were Vogleyville, Brinker's Mills. They were all small communities, and they were all... Hardly any of them are there anymore, but they are now a, a rail trail goes through them. Wow. So, okay, so you so you went to this meeting, mm-hmm. and then what what happened? You were um, the, like, the, we need help? The first president, <laughs> the first president said that he was, he was ready. He was ready. They fought the good fight, you know, they uh-huh. won that lawsuit, and he was ready to move on. And I, I don't know if they saw fresh blood in the room or <laughs> what, but I don't know how, somehow I walked out number two. So. Oh, wow. So I am the second president of the trail council and we're 31 years old and how long have you been the president i i think about 20 give or take i think it's a little bit less but uh, time goes so quickly and i'm really bad with what year things happen right 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 you just keep doing what has to happen that day yeah (laughs) for my kids birthdays it's like is it an odd year or an even year i love it i love it so what what have you seen happen in this time like was i've seen the trail i mean like i said almost 19 i've seen the trails evolve Mm -hmm. um with uh the little book stands and then the but i know there's a lot more to it like what does it There, there is um it had we have the caboose now we have some pretty nice parking lots eventually we'd like to make them all pretty nice it's just being an all-volunteer main tra- maintained trail, and we do um, two fundraisers. We have a membership drive, and we do a half marathon every year. That's our Which sources of income. Amazing. I want to circle back to that because yeah. I love talking about so, that. So we do a pretty good job of living in our means. Um, we're not fancy. Like, we just bought a tractor last year. 30 no. years old, and we just bought a tractor. Wow. So so how are you doing the road, like the maintenance of the trail without a tractor? Uh, we've borrowed equipment. Okay. We've not mowed grass before. <laughs> um, it, but at the time, the creek is our, while it is absolutely gorgeous, it is not our friend when we get heavy rains. Mm. And a couple years ago, we actually spent $80,000 to repair a, a literally a hundred foot of trail so we've sort of sat on you know the little bit of money we have in case there is an emergency because we don't want the trail shut down so um recently buffalo township filed for a pennsylvania or pen transportation alternative set aside grant 
which was the receipt for $750,000. And mm. that will help stabilize the stream bank, which leaves us, we, we can breathe a little bit now because if something does, it, nothing's going to happen because we're being proactive instead of reactive. So for many years, we've sort of just sat on that little bit of money that we had that if we have to fix something big, we have it. Just in case. Yeah. I, I believe that repair that was about 80000 took about a week to, to fix. So in, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot of time. No. No. It's not. And I've never not had access to the trail. Right. right. It's always been available to me. Right. So in this process of, of this being that you're, you being the president, you've become quite the grant writer as well, right? Yes, I have. Were you a grant writer before this? I was this? not. No, I worked at a law firm. Oh, okay. And um, no, I did not write grants before. Because that's how all the money is secured for mm-hmm. these. Yeah, and it's, it's telling a story and mm-hmm. make your story unique and different than everybody else's story because everybody wants the money, uh-huh. right? But how can you make your, your project more special and how is your how is the project more uh, special usually what is that story ours is we're all volunteer maintained um other trails might have a staff person or two staff people or, or a group of staff people but we're all volunteer maintained we do the two fundraisers a year we're not out with our hands out all the time and it, it and it's truly the community without and I'm really happy that word's in there because it wouldn't be a trail if it wasn't for the community because wow. they really pull together when it comes down down to it. We had a work day on Saturday. There were 20 people there. Wow, that's a lot. I it mean, to get lot. people to show up, that's commitment too. Mm-hmm. I've seen your pictures before and I'm like, a lot of people showed up. Yeah, Damn. yeah, and I've been blessed that the perfect number of people show up for the, the tasks that I have and they all have the right skill sets. And, and it's not like you have to have a certain skill set when you come to a work day. Um, not everybody is a painter. Not everybody can operate equipment. But there's always something else to do. Yeah. Whether it's run and grab tools or, or you know, anybody can operate a shovel and a rake and, and a pair of pruners. So we've, we've been really lucky. I've never had a work day. Which I didn't get done what I wanted to get done. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. That's amazing. And you have things that happen that you don't expect, like trees fall. Right. Yeah. Lots of trees. That's probably one of your biggest. Uh, Yeah. And I'm a little nervous because it's getting ready to storm and I'm wondering how many trees will be down. (laughs) Uh, So like on an average storm, is there at least one or two? At least one or two. And we've had uh, microbursts before. Um, and recently that there were like 30 trees down and you couldn't even see to the other side of the trail, but volunteers ran across it, went home, got, put their chainsaws and stuff on their bikes and came out and cleared it. And and we had to do, you know, additional cleanup, but they at least got the corridor open that, that people could use the trail. Wow. And everybody just seems to care. Yeah. They care. It's like, I use this thing all the time and I, I take care of it. Yeah. It's a precious jewel. It is. And I've said that many times before. Like, we are so lucky mm-hmm. to have access to something mm-hmm. like this. Because people come from all over. Yeah. We're 20 minutes from Pittsburgh. Yeah. 20 minutes. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
And eventually, or does it connect all the way to Pittsburgh, the trail? It doesn't. It will eventually. Currently, Butler Freeport Community Trail does connect to the Treadway Trail, which is on the eastern bank of the Allegheny River, like on the opposite side of the 356 Bridge. That trail goes a mile north, currently goes a mile north, and then it goes an additional six miles south. But there's opportunities there, which I do for my job. Um, for connectivity from like Brookville to Butler, which would be about 140 miles. Mm. And then under the 356 bridges where Three Rivers Heritage Trail would come up from um, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. That's where that connection would happen. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Now, how many miles of trail do you cover? For Butler Freeport or for Butler Freeport and my job? <laughs> okay. Wait. So they're two separate. Okay. Explain those. Okay. So I'm the executive director of Armstrong Trails, which is 52 and a half miles. Okay. And it starts on the south side of the Kiskey River in okay. Westmoreland County and travels the entire length of Armstrong County and then even goes into Clarion County. Gotcha. So my mission is connecting the two trails so I can ride my bike from home to work. Oh, there you go. I know. And is that connected yet, or you're working on that? Not yet. We just had a really big acquisition of 14 miles. We had to buy a railroad, um, and we're actually going under construction on the Kiski Bridge in September. Is that the wagon wheel, or the okay? Yeah. So there's all there's seven trails that can can connect in free. Tell us about that. I think that is amazing. It is amazing, and that was a huge acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huge. Um, so Allegheny Valley Land Trust at the time owned Kiski Junction Railroad after Conrail had ceased operations there. Um, and some years later, so during that process, the corridor was rail banked, which means it's just held in case a railroad needs to come back in national security, like the whole world, something's happening. Uh-huh. Um, so at the time... Um, a railroad did come back in and they put the tracks back in and they planned on using that corridor for 50 years and they used it for eight. So we bought it back. Okay. So we owned it. We bought it. It went away and we bought it back. Okay. Um, so we actually started on Wednesday clearing um, ballast to put trail back down. So, it, and it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. It's beautiful. It's like... You almost think that you shouldn't be there, but I want to be there. It, it's just a, a beautiful section of the trail. And what is is that going to? What is that going to attract more people? Obviously, it, right? Obviously. So Armstrong Trails is on the main spine of the Erie to Pittsburgh Trail, which oh. is two hundred and seventy miles. And then Armstrong Trails is also on the main spine of Pittsburgh to Harrisburg, which is another three hundred and twenty miles. Amen. Um, so Treadway Trail, Butler Freeport, Three Rivers Heritage, Rachel, Rachel Carson, Baker, Armstrong Trails, and Roaring Run will all sort of converge in that Kiski Freeport area. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I have um, a friend that has a couple Airbnbs here in mm-hmm. Sarver. I help her with those. And most of the people that go there and stay, are, they come to stay. For the trails. Oh, really? They bring their bikes That's and stuff. Awesome. So That's awesome. I actually need to get some more brochures from will, you. Um, but she had some already, mm-hmm. but and she always leaves out hiking books 
and all these things, but it is an attraction. It It attracts a lot of people. So Erie to Pittsburgh Trail is only about 70% complete. Um, But with the work I'm doing at the former Kiski Junction Railroad Corridor and the Kiski Bridge, I will be able to connect 140 miles from Brookville to Butler. So that's like I'm going to start marketing that Brookville to Butler um, Great Allegheny Passage, which goes from um, Pittsburgh to Cumberland, Maryland, is 150 miles. And they have an economic impact of $121 million a year. Wow. So it will be 10 miles less, but the $121 million a year is definitely a, a realistic goal. They see 1.2 million trail users a year. Goodness gracious. Over 200,000 of them do multi-day trips. It seems like everybody is biking from um, Pittsburgh to Cumberland, and they're doing it in like three days. And do they camp, or what? Do, what do they? Is there hotels? Or there's there's hotels, there's Airbnbs, there's B and Bs, there's camping, there's like the whole gamut. No matter. There's somewhere. There's yeah. something, and they where right. do they find those kind of resources? Like, is there like a main trail? Like um, it's the Great Allegheny Passive Conservancy. Okay. So they put together a guidebook and suggested itineraries, and there's a couple authors that have written books about it too. And I actually did um, Pittsburgh to DC on my bike, um, probably five years ago. We did it in five days. It's a challenge. Like, ooh, you're doing it for the challenge. You really find out what you're made of. And, and we rode in rain like it is right now, and it's just so peaceful. And you don't even care that you're wet. It's just... Once you get wet, you're just like, oh, my right. gosh. Right. But we love going into those small towns and spending our money. That's what we want to do. We want to support our local communities. Yeah. We, we don't want to eat at a McDonald's or a Burger King. We want to go to a Lock 5 or an 1833 Coffee in Freeport. And it, that's what we want to do. And that is, those, speaking of Lock 5 and um, 1833, those are attractions for mm-hmm. the trail users as well. Yes. And vice versa, yes. right? Yes. There was a those couple. Those will be the stops for, yes. for this there, area. There were a, was a couple that actually came up from South Carolina. Now, the husband was originally from here, but um, they wanted to bike the entire length of the Butler Freeport. But they only wanted to go one way. So they found an Airbnb in Butler, parked okay. their car at the Butler Trailhead, rode to Freeport, nowhere to stay. There was nowhere to stay. They had to be shuttled to Tarentum to stay. So we need somewhere to stay mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. Freeport. in Freeport. Yeah, yeah. Virginia from 1833 helped them out in getting them to Tarentum. And they came back the next morning and picked up their bicycles at the coffee shop. And I met them, and and they were biking back and going on their merry way. But they they had a really good time. But there was nowhere to stay. But that's Freeport. good to know. So this is where like you're connecting a lot of dots, though, right. like right. with the trail, like so places to eat mm-hmm. and have a coffee or right and i know that you can stop at the nature center they have yeah. um ice cream restrooms ice cream yeah. protein bars yeah. drinks that kind of thing when they're open and they have very good hours mm-hmm. but somewhere to stay yeah okay that's interesting we're, we're having a little bit of a thunderstorm to the listeners but i think it's a nice one it's it is pretty it is. um so 
let's talk about the one of your big fundraisers is the marathon. Yeah, the half did, marathon. Yeah, the half marathon. This, what year did you start that? Oh, oh. 2004. This is the 18th. So whatever the math is, I gave okay. up math in my okay, head yeah. too. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I shouldn't have asked you. I that. don't know when things happened, and I don't do math. Right. <laughs> um, so this year, October 21st, we always have it the third Saturday in October. Okay. Is our 18th. Wow. Um, and it's been a very successful fundraiser for us. We've sold out quite a few times um, with COVID and increased gas prices and just a whole lot of other things. Registration's been down a little bit, but not enough to call it quits. Right. Um, it's still a very profitable fundraiser for us. And local businesses support us in sponsoring it. So we try to cover um, our costs with the sponsors and then everything else would be... Profit. Sometimes that works out, sometimes it doesn't. I ran it, um, I think my boys were two, so it had to have been in 2012. Okay. I ran it. Okay. And I haven't ran it since. <laughs> and it takes about 180 volunteers to pull that off. Oh my goodness. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and not all of it is race day. Most of it is race day, but like we do packet pickup at a running store in Valencia and we okay. do... You know, I have people that'll pick up some things and, you know, so that we have it to distribute. Um, but we have water stations that we've been really lucky to get some scouts to fill. And there might be 10, 12, 15 of them there that day. Nice. Um, we have volunteer nurses and EMTs come to be our first aid folks. But it's, I buy 180 t-shirts for volunteers and we give out 180 volunteer shirts. Goodness. And it yeah. is, a, I know it's an attraction too. I've heard... That it is, not that it's an easy race, but mm-hmm. it's 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 a good one to do because it's a Boston Marathon qualifier, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all downhill, and a yeah, lot it's of people, downhill. yeah, a lot of people um, get their personal record. Gotcha. Yeah, that's so, an attraction. That's it amazing. Is. It is, and it's gorgeous. Like you think of the third week in October, the leaves are falling, the color is beautiful. Yes. It's just a really good day. And the air is, that's great running weather. Right, right. Air is nice and cool. We've never had to cancel it. We did have a tornado warning just before it started a couple years ago. But it's it's never rained during the actual race. It'll rain before and it'll rain after, but it's never rained during. That's amazing. I love that. So, um, there was some, what did I want to ask you? Oh, how hard is it for you to find money to support the trail? Is it is it is it hard to find grants or is that um nah, it's not hard to know what the grant resources are because their Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, they do a yearly grant. Um PennDOT does two yearly grants. PennDOT grants are really hard. Like they're very competitive. Very uh-huh. competitive. Because they're not trail specific. They're transportation alternatives. So it could be a water trail. It could be an ATV trail. It could be a whole lot of things. Okay. Um, and the, so the sources are pretty standard, but they're very competitive. Everybody wants their piece of the pie. And, and it's telling that story. It's yeah. telling that story. And you're great at telling that story. So, and sometimes it's not worth getting the grant money. Like for work, I'm doing a lot of grants uh-huh. right now a lot a lot uh, but it takes a significant amount of time and it also increased costs 
Yeah. Um, you're paying prevailing wage. You're hiring contractors. Here, Butler Freeport, we do a lot of our projects as self-build because um, our money can go farther. Uh-huh. And we have volunteers that want to want to come help be a part of it. So sometimes it's worth just to fundraise and pay for it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And you, what was your other big fundraiser that you do? We do a membership drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and usually we launch it about April. But really, we accept members all year long. But in, in April, we send a reminder card that dues are, you know. What does a membership consist of? Like, what are the perks? The perks, we have a discount card from area businesses. Like, okay. you can get a discount, 1833 Coffee, Saxonburg Coffee, Cummings Coffee. I'm just going to hit all the coffee shops. Uh, derailers in Herman. Um, there's a discount for Mr. Feed. There's a discount. Just a couple restaurants, which I can't think of at the moment, which is bad of me. Uh, but we get a discount card out to every member. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, so there, there's the membership. How does one get a membership? Uh, we have a website. It's uh, butlerfreeporttrail.org. Um, there are actually brochures that are trailheads in a map box, and I actually just put stickers on with QR codes, so you can even scan it when you're on the trail. Oh, those are the blue brochures, yes. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They look very nice. Thanks. And so you would be interested in having more sponsors for that as well, yes. if any businesses that are listening mm-hmm. that would like to be yes. listed. Yes. And it doesn't cost the business anything. They're just they're just offering a discount, discount. to trail users. Yeah, yeah, I can think of quite a few that we need to hit up. Like, we need to talk to Chris because <laughs> it's good advertisement for them as it well, is. right? It is. It is. Okay. Cool. And then, so what are you? What would you say are some of your biggest challenges for the, the trail? Biggest challenge. The biggest, the weather. Okay. Really is my biggest challenge. Like yeah. the people aren't, um, the money really isn't when you know where to go. Yeah. And our fundraisers and are pretty successful. And you've done an incredible job at that. Yeah. Um, I I would say the weather is my biggest challenge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sitting, no more flooding. <laughs> no. And I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder how many trees are going to be down. <laughs> but at the end of the day. Those trees will be reported tomorrow morning, and they will be cleaned up and taken care of by volunteers before technically I even know about it, because I work all day, and I don't check Facebook till the end of the day, so sometimes I would have to make a phone call, but not very often. They just, they just go. They That's pack up incredible. their stuff, and they just go. That is yeah. incredible that yeah. we, you have such a community yeah. Yeah. rallied around. Yep what's happening that's why that word is so important community Mm -hmm. yeah i love that Mm -hmm. now what do you have what's on the horizon like what are you most excited about what am i most excited about well we have a mile of trail we're paving from cabot to marwood um that grant was received a couple years ago but with covid and a whole lot of other things like there's a process um, we're finally going to get to do that probably shortly after a half marathon this year. Cool. The stream bank stabilization, I am excited about that. <laughs> I am very excited about that. Uh, Buffalo Creek Nature Park is exciting. They do a weekly Tuesday walk um, up on the trail that's free for folks. Could be birding, could be flowers, could be trees. Um, and they are fantastic neighbors. We love having them there. They are amazing. Um, and they have ice cream, which is 
one of the things cyclists look for is beer, ice cream, and coffee. So, yeah. so I think we've got that pretty much covered. Uh, lodging, we're working on. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, we're going to get a food truck in August. Fudge Farms is coming to the Cabot Trailhead in August. I'm pretty oh. excited to dip, dip our toe into that. That would be great. Um, so they'll be there for a few hours on a Saturday. Um, what else? There's some some future development down the line that's not newsworthy yet, but we're we're always thinking. Right. And, and we've had a wish list um, for several years, and one was a caboose, and one was paving that mile for ADA accessibility, and those two big ones got taken off. But we. We have some we have some things coming down the line that's pretty exciting, but Ooh. but the connectivity is pretty exciting. Like biking from Brookville, which is in Jefferson County, I think, mm-hmm. to Butler, I think is is very exciting. Yeah, and I'm excited for the the towns to get like that economic impact because I have witnessed and I have I'm a I partake in spending my money in those smart towns, and I can't wait until these communities see what trail users can bring to their community. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see that with my friend that has the Airbnbs. Yeah. I see it. I see it all year mm-hmm. long. And sometimes you talk to municipalities, and and they don't see it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I mean, a million people are going to come through your town, and they're like, I have four heads. Right. They, they can't see it. Right. So I, I need to find a way to have, have them see it. Yeah. So. Well, and this is the conversation. And I think just even, you know, us talking, it's just more people get, you know, it just perks their ears a little mm-hmm. bit and has them a little bit interested. You know, it yeah. starts there like that. Yeah. And we've done some trail town assessments in communities. We did one in Butler quite a few years ago. We did one in Freeport last year, and we did one in Leechburg this year. And that, that's pretty much looking through town and saying, are the amenities the trail users need here? Mm-hmm. And if they aren't here, how do we get them here? Um, signage plans, directing people through town. The worst thing on the planet is getting lost on a street or a road with, um, on a bicycle. So we want to make sure we get people safely in town and out of town. Gotcha. So that signage is important. Yes. yes. And Very. that costs money, too. It to does. Do. Yeah. It does. So you're always looking for volunteers. Always. Volunteers, members, mm-hmm. businesses that want to be in the, what would it be called, the membership part yes. of mm-hmm. the community. Um, anything else that you want the listener to know about? If you haven't been there, you need to go. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful breathtaking flora fauna like you can see it all waterfalls yeah that seems to be the biggest thing the waterfalls are gorgeous i have seen turtles snakes deer bear i've seen eagle foxes eagles i've Mm -hmm. seen um woodpeckers Mm -hmm. i've seen just about everything on the trails they're amazing they are beautiful yeah well, you've done a great job. Hey, thanks. How it's not you, just me. It's like yeah, there are a lot of volunteers. I know, but you are like you're the trailblazer, and you're it's it's. I know there's a lot of people listening that will appreciate that. Thanks. I love what I do. I really love I what I do. It shows. Thanks. 
How can, um, if someone wants to learn more about the trail, how can they get in touch or how can they uh, we do you, your website? Yeah, we have a contact us on our website, which is butlerfreeporttrail.org. We have a very, very active Facebook page, a very active Facebook page, which is becoming a community in of itself because if, if, if Jerry doesn't post a picture with his coffee, everybody's wondering where he is. Uh, <laughs> I love it. And that's Butler Freeport Community Trail yeah. as well. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Thank I enjoyed you. it. And I, I look forward to having you back to talk about whatever new you have coming on I in the future. That. Okay. I will do that. Thank you. Thank you.